Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos. And today we're going to cover a topic I get asked about frequently, moving with your cat. But before we jump in that, let me have everybody say hello to my handsome husband and co-host of the show, Dewey Vaughn. Hi, everybody. And hello, my beautiful wife and all you great big cat fans out there in the great big cat world. Wow, what a topic. I think this probably hits home with a lot more people than you might imagine. It's mm-hmm. a really good topic. Moving can be very stressful on cats, I would think. It it can because, you know, any change in a cat's environment can really set them off. They're such territorial homebodies. And, you know, they'd like, remember the who move, who moved my cheese? They're, they're like that. They're like, who moved my cheese? <laughs> they do not <laughs> like things to be different. I'm telling you. And I guess moving locally or across town versus across the country or around the world presents difficult challenges all of their own, I'm sure. Yeah, and and we won't have time on on this podcast to cover every little detail and all of those nuances. Um, For instance, I remember when we were at the airport, we were at the Santa Fe airport, and there was a couple who was moving, and they had two cats in carriers, and it was just a, a comedy show, really, because they made them go through the security booth, then they made them go back, and then they made them take the cats out of the carrier and handle the cats through the you know the detector the metal detector thing but the problem is these were feral cats that lived outside their house and so they were trying to explain to the security guy well look these are feral cats we have them sedated but we don't really know how sedated they are and i really don't want to open that bag and take the cat through and if you remember i offered to help her carry a cat through the security yeah yeah I remember <laughs> you know they that, had yeah. bags they were juggling yeah, and oh my yeah. god it was stressful so there's all kinds of things like that that you just never know what you're going to come across when you're moving with a cat and all those situations that you mentioned you know am I moving across town or am I moving you know from Los Angeles to New York or am I moving from Los Angeles to Paris France or what the situation is So, if you have specific questions about moving with cats that we do not cover in this episode, email me, molly at cattalkradio.com. But I'm hoping this episode will at least answer some of the basic questions that I often get via email. So, let's start with why do you want to be so careful about moving? Okay, so the cat gets a little stressed, all right? You know, that means, I mean, that's normal. We're all stressful when we're moving. <laughs> I mean, shoot, it'd be nice just to be the cat sometimes if you're in that process. <laughs> right. I mean, so what, right? <laughs> well, you know, cats are generally highly adaptable creatures, 
And with a really confident, outgoing cat like Pico, you know, a move might not be all that traumatic, but, you know, the the chance is always traumatic for cats. And, and when they feel insecure, you know, if you have a cat that's a little afraid and doesn't like change and it's the one that always goes and hides when people come over, you know, to visit or things like that, I mean, it can lead to other behaviors that that you don't like, like spraying or territorial marking and sometimes aggression, you know, and worst case medical issues because stress causes medical issues in cats just like it does in people. So, you know, if if your cat is stressed for long periods of time, it could take a toll on their body. But, you know, the big thing is it's when cats feel insecure, they exhibit that in behaviors that you're probably not going to like. So, so it does it does matter. You want to manage cat's stress as best as possible. So what's uh, step one? How do you keep the cat from being stressed while you're packing? <laughs> they, well, know, they know something's going on. How do you keep the people from being stressed while you're packing too would be the no, big question. <laughs> so the first thing I recommend doing is, is counter conditioning. Getting the cat used to having all these boxes around and make it fun. You know, turn it into a a fun thing for your cat. Get some lower to the ground, smaller boxes, put out empty boxes along with the big ones you're going to pack into and, you know, extra boxes, empty boxes so that the cat has them and, and take some of that wrapping paper, that packing paper and crumple it up into a ball and toss it in the box and put catnip in the boxes and toys and things like that. Just make sure you don't pack your cat, right? <laughs> don't, don't miss <laughs> that the cat's in a box and start putting stuff on top of it and, and close up the box. But, but you know, because when you start bringing all these boxes in, they're not going to smell like the cat. And that's the first thing that's going to freak the cat out. So get them conditioned in a good way to go, oh, boxes, boxes good, and <laughs> and not be stressed out about having all the boxes around. Make it fun. Well, that, you know, kind of like the floppy fish. Yeah. You know, when, when, uh, when we need to distract Pico a little bit, we will have the floppy fish going and he hears it from the other room and comes in and focuses on that. So I get, you know, trying to get them to focus in a different direction. I mean, we do that often with other stuff, too, with Pico. But that's yeah. probably one good time to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and put the floppy fish in the box, in the empty box, because we do that with Pico as well. You know, when we get stuff in from Amazon, that box sits around by the door till one of us takes it out and often throwing stuff in it like floppy fish because he – he likes that. And anything that will encourage positive interaction with the boxes is good. But, you know, eventually they're going to figure out something isn't right and they're going to start to stress out. So you really want to start way ahead of time. Don't procrastinate and start packing at the last minute. You want to pack slowly if you can. Take your time so that the cat gets used to these boxes filling up and stuff disappearing. And and really, too, we should actually take a step back and say, this is the right time to get your cat used to the carrier as well, because he's going to have to get in a carrier, whether it's a car ride across town or a, a plane ride. And we've done a whole episode on getting cats into the carrier. 
And if you want a link to that episode so you don't have to pick through all of our episodes, just email me, molly at cattalkradio.com, and I'll send that to you. But basically what it says is you leave that carrier out and maybe feed the cat in the carrier or at least put treats in the carrier and put a towel in there that can stay in there so that it begins to smell like the cat and the cat has a, a comfortable sensation with the carrier as well as all the boxes. And since routine and ritual is so important for cats, how do you maintain that while you're moving? Because, you know, you can get them distracted for a minute, but then all of a sudden, how do you keep that going? Yeah, good question. Because, you know, probably all of your spare time is being spent packing at this point if you're moving. Right, right. <laughs> you, know? you don't want to be thinking about the cat over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, maybe you want to move over some things a little at a time to the new house. So the cat's routine is all messed up during this time. I mean, it's, it's just, it's really hard to keep routines the same, but you really need to try your best and at least make sure that the cat's meals are on time and prey play. You, you can't give up that time prey playing. Make sure that happens at the same times every day and, and walks. If you take your cat out on a, on a leash and harness with walks, you know, when you get off work or something, whatever those things are that you normally do, make sure that all those happen at the they always do. And, and that, you know, that's primarily what the cat's concerned about is, is their stuff anyway. Well, can't you just give them anxiety medication? It makes it all smooth for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and the people, too. Right? <laughs> right. Let's all take that anxiety medicine and oh, sit down and watch boy. the boxes pack themselves. <laughs> uh-huh. When we, when we get ready to move, I'm going to need some anxiety medication, or I know you will at least think I do. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> you but yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can actually, um, if you have an overly anxious cat, talk to your vet about prescribing, you know, a mild anti-anxiety drug. Just let them know what's going on. There's also lots of over-the-counter calming aids available. Zilkine is a good one and Soliquin is a good one. And at the very least, you know, feel-away diffuser, which is the pheromones, that, that helps to kind of calm them. Only Natural Pet has a Chinese herbal anxiety formula called Calm. And Rescue Remedy is, is also another good one. I have links to all of those on the resource section of the website. But if you, if you want me to send them to you directly so you don't have to pick through all that stuff, I'm happy to. Just send me an email and say, hey, send me the links to all those calming things and I can be reached at molly at cattalkradio.com. Well, all right. Everybody got that? I hope so. Is mm-hmm. there anything else you can do in advance of the move to help your kitty get, get more used to what's going on? Yeah. If, you know, if you're moving locally, try taking your cat to the new place before you move in as frequently as you can Mm -hmm. so that he gets his smell in the new place. But, you know, if you have a Freddy cat who doesn't like to ride in the car, you know, this might be a problem that may actually be adding stress to the situation. I mean, cats like Pico would do really well with this because he's always ready to okay, let's go. Where are we going now? And he would kind of have fun exploring a new place, but not all cats are like Pico. So if it's going to stress your cat out more, 
don't do that. But that is um, one way to help him get used to the space before you're there full time. Okay, so what about the day of the move? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> besides move? Lots and lots of Xanax or whatever. Yeah, no right? <laughs> well, you know, nothing is going to make moving day not stressful for the cat or you. So most importantly, just be prepared for that so that you don't overreact. What you want to do is empty out one room in your home that you're moving out of. We'll call it a, a safety room or a sanctuary room. Empty it out. And, and keep your cats contained in that room and no furniture, no boxes so that movers aren't coming and going and, and you risk the chance of the cats escaping. You know, this is the main thing. You want to keep the cats safe. Of course, you want to put their bed, their toys, their food and litter and all that stuff in that room with them. And be sure to put a sign on the door that says cats inside do not open door, Right. And during this day, you're going to want to feed smaller meals so that their stomachs probably don't get too upset because it's going to be very stressful. And once you get them in the car, you don't want them vomiting and things like that. So smaller meals on the day of the move and keep them separated. And they'll be the very, very last things that you load up in the carriers in the car and the carriers in the room also, by the way. But they'll be the very last things that you remove from the house and head to the new place. Well, then do you do the same thing on the other end? You should empty out a room and then start them in that space before letting them explore the whole house. I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, they're going to be afraid of these new smells and sounds and, and, you know, like, well, where's my house? Well, when are we going home? What the heck's going on? You know, and they're going to need time to adjust. So, Keep them confined to a room with their stuff so that they have familiar scents. And you want to hide treats in that room, you know. This is the time to get your food puzzles out and hide treats in the room so that they're encouraged to explore that new space as well. Well, how long do you keep them confined to a room by themselves? Because they're going to be ranting and raving and trying to get out and just screaming, hollering. They're going to hear you moving about (laughs) in the rest of the house and want out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Keep that going. True, true. Very likely, yes. And, and, you know, you need to proceed at this point with your cat's particular personality in mind. If you've got a shy, scaredy cat, then, you know, go in that room or make sure you pick a room that you're going to be spending a lot of time in. You know, go in and spend time with them. And maybe it's your bedroom that you enclose them in. But, you know, if you have an adventurous, confident cat, maybe they're not going to mind moving as much and, and they want to be out and about exploring the new space. So, you know, the length of time that you keep them confined in that room really depends on the cat and the cat's personality. You'll be able to read their body language and and know. But be prepared for them not to sleep much that first night. You know, they're going to be busy exploring and learning while the house is nice and quiet. So don't don't you let that interrupt your sleep. If your cat normally sleeps with you, don't be alarmed that, you know, he's out exploring those first few nights and once it's dark and everybody's gone to bed and it's nice and quiet, they can go around and figure out what everything is and where everything is and, and gain confidence and put their scent on everything, too. And I imagine as much as you'd like to, this isn't the time to be buying brand new things 
that don't smell like the cat. He's gonna really, he or she's gonna be really kind of scared of it. Yeah, you know, either either buy the new items ahead of time and put them in the old house so that the cats have a chance to rub on them and and those items end up getting to smell like the cat before you move or postpone new purchases until the cat is settled into the new place. You know, things like rugs and furniture, they all carry the cat's scent. So, and and the other thing is you can expect your cat to be rubbing on things in the new place. So don't be alarmed about that either. Like they rub their face on the corners and they're going to rub their face on everything, the cabinets, and they're just trying to get the house to smell like them. So don't worry about that either. What if someone has an indoor-outdoor cat? How long should you keep them inside at the new home? Mm, that's a good question. Well, first of all, pay attention to what's going on outside your new home. Is there a lot of traffic? Are there a lot of outside cats or a feral cat colony? You know, beyond or there's loose dogs or things like that. Beyond a watch out for potential dangers and and make a good decision as to whether your cat should be an indoor-outdoor cat at the new location. Not every place and neighborhood and house is best suited for that. Sometimes it's better to, in this transition, go ahead and make your cat an indoor-only cat, maybe. But you want to keep them in the house for at least two to three weeks after moving. And then you want to start and, and take that time to, to harness and leash train them if you haven't already. And then after a few weeks, take them out on the leash. So you're going out with them. Give them a chance to explore little bits at a time. You know, but really, in my opinion, I don't recommend indoor-outdoor cats just because, you know, their lifespan is so much shorter than cats that are indoor only. I, especially us living in an area, part of the country where there's so many predators, you know, we would never allow our cat to be indoors, outdoors, unsupervised. So if you move to a new house, take the opportunity to build a catio for them. And, um, and if you moved into a new apartment, maybe chicken wire in the balcony so that they can spend time outside and enjoy the outdoors, but they're not roaming around the place. But two to three weeks is the short answer. What if you're moving far away and have to stay in a hotel along the way? I mean, the cats are already <laughs> stressed out in the first place. Going to a hotel, I can't imagine they're not climbing the wall. Yeah, well, first of all, um, along the way in the car while you have the cat in the carrier or the crate, whatever you have the cat in that you transport them in, be sure to cover it. Because we always think, oh, the cat's going to be more comfortable being able to to look out and know where it's going. And that it, it that's a human thing. That's not a cat thing. They're going to be much more comfortable if you drape a sheet over it and they can't see all these strange things whizzing by. We also did a Cat Talk radio, radio episode on riding in the car, like traveling with your cat that talks specifically about what to do to get your cat acclimated to car rides. And again, if you want that link, email me, molly at cattalkradio.com. But when you get to the hotel room, before you let the cat out of the carrier, be sure to look all around the room for small spaces or gaps that your cat might get in. Like look under the bed. Some hotels 
have the underneaths of the bed boxed in, which is great. But others, it's open and the cats can get up in the box springs and things like that. Sometimes there's, if you have a, a hotel room that's got a little kitchenette in it, sometimes there's a gap between the appliances and the walls. So be sure to look for all of the places that the cat may get in and not be able to get out. The other thing is, you know, look for things, of course, that the cat's going to destroy, like Pico, because scratching is such a territorial thing. When cats go into a new territory, they want to scratch because that's a territorial gesture and they're putting their scent on things. So if we're staying in a room that has like a fabric headboard, I always find the extra blanket and cover the headboard so that if he decides he's going to scratch, at least it's on the blanket and he's not ripping up the headboard and we don't get a, you know, thousand dollar bill on checkout. And, you know, same thing with couches. We had Pico staying with a friend with us with a friend for a week or so. And the friend had really nubby furniture. Well, at home, we have leather furniture. And Pico was like, oh, boy, look at all these scratching posts. And of course, you know, in an effort to try to make the house smell like him, he went to work on this friend's nubby furniture. So we had to buy big canvas drop cloths to put over the furniture. So just be sure that you're Traveling with stuff like that, travel with a scratching post and things like that so that you can take that in the hotel room and the cat might be encouraged to use that versus the the furniture. Another thing you might want to consider, if you're going to leave the cat alone in the room, which I don't really recommend, but if you're going to do that and you're worried that they're going to tear up the carpet under the door, you might also want to travel with a little piece of that plastic carpet runner that protects carpets and you can put it at the door so the cat can't actually get to the carpet there and you know the stress relievers this is the time that you know you you use that zilkine or soliquin and definitely feel away spray it not only comes in a diffuser that we're used to plugging in at the home but it also comes in a spray bottle so you can go around the hotel room and and spray it and that's good too all right, man, good advice. Um, any other advice for moving with a cat? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've created this really cool handout for new adopters, people that adopt cats in, in a shelter or from anywhere, but really it's for use for shelters. It's called 333, and it's an expectation sheet on how long it takes a cat to settle into a new environment. And it takes three days, and I think it applies here, which is why I'm bringing this up. It takes three days for the cat kind of just to get through shock. Oh, my God, it's a new space. It takes about three weeks for the cat to begin to feel comfortable scenting things, exploring, and things like that. And it can take three months for that cat's personality to return to what you might consider to have been normal the way that it was acting prior to the move. So don't don't get don't don't be afraid if your cat isn't just instantly settling in, you know. Be patient. The, that's the big thing that you need to have patience and compassion for what this little animal's going through. So know that they're going to be stressed out and be prepared for that up front. Also um, make sure that if your you know if your cat has a microchip, that's great. If your cat doesn't, go get it microchipped before you move. But update your microchip and tag information right away, just in case the cat gets out 
or goes away or somebody finds it. And if it has your old information, you might not get the cat back. So make sure all of that stuff is updated with the new address and and phone number and that kind of thing. And, you know, another thing people don't think about checking when they get in a new home are window screens. You need mm. to make sure that all the window screens are secure in the new yeah. home so that the cat can't, you know, get out or push out or that kind of thing. Speaking of which, I noticed when I was washing the screens on the back door last night that the big screen door side part is pulled out again. So you have have a screen (laughs) project. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I got that project. But, you know, I understand moving is stressful for everyone. And, you know, it is incredible that um, you know, we we have we take Pico on our long trips with us in the car, and I mean, I can see him just being stressed out with that, much less having to you know think through the move, and you know, the whole other thing is moving in and out. I know we we watch the door all the time when you're moving boxes in and out, and yeah. people, movers are coming, and that's why you got to have a a safe room for them to be in. You got to have a room that's cleaned out that the cat can be in where people aren't coming and going. So you don't lose them. Cause that would be horrible. That would be horrible. Okay. Well, another great episode, Molly, thank you for all the research you've done and all the information that you provided Uh, to all those listeners out there. I'd like to invite you to help support the work that Molly does she provides these resources for free. She works with many behavior crisis, crisis and cases for low-income families and does just about anything she can to keep cats out of shelters. So if you also care about the plight of shelter cats, consider sending a gratuity donation. It's super easy. Just go to the store, Cat Behavior Solutions website, scroll down past the products to the bottom, there are donation amounts you can add to the cart, and then you can check out if you wanted to. Or nope, you nope, could. nope. Before you check out, <laughs> don't do what he said. Don't scroll past the products. And if you can't remember, by the way, catbehaviorsolutions.org, because we are a nonprofit, you can go to cattalkradio.com and get there also. But don't scroll past those products. Oh, Stop them. Pick up some toys for your cats while you're there, you know. We've got great wand toys and food puzzles and chalk-filled catnip bags, and it's free shipping for orders over $49. Also, you can help us by following us on social media. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. While you're at the site, also check out our blog because I post there too when people send questions that are not robust enough for a full Cat Talk Radio episode. And this is an all-volunteer podcast. It's an all-volunteer everything. There are no salaries paid out of Cat Behavior Solutions or Cat Talk Radio, and it's not free. It costs us to have Voice America produce this show for you. And we're doing this so that you can learn how to take better care of your cat and increase the bond between the two of you. And we're going to keep doing it as long as shelter euthanasia Euthanasia is is the the number number one one cause of death death in cats. cats. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna have to work on that okay yes, everybody <laughs> until you, everybody. next time keep Goodbye. calm and fur on you can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air in the u.s about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues 
Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.